Are you in the construction or contracting business and looking for ways to save time and money? Welcome to the Constructing Growth Podcast. My name is Nate Flake, and I'm here to help you discover ways to streamline your back office, automate your workflows, and find the right tools to help you set up your business for growth. Welcome to the Constructing Growth Podcast, the podcast that's all about helping construction companies thrive. I'm your host, Nate Flake, and today we are joined by Brad White. He is the Chief Operations Officer at VARC Solutions. Today, we're going to be talking about something that may not be top of mind for many construction or contracting companies, right? And that is, how do you build the business that either your kids or somebody down the line is going to be able to take over and run successfully, right? These people spend a lot of time perfecting their not only their trade, but their business, their business practices, building clientele, building in processes, right? And at some point, they're going to want to pass the torch. So, you know, VARC really specializes in helping construction and contracting companies streamline their back office so that their business is handoff ready. My first question to you is like, what is the number one way the businesses can prepare for a handoff? You know, great question. Um, And and I, I think this is highly relevant for not only your audience, but also for our company too. You know, we're going through the same thing. We're talking and, and having these conversations about how to grow business value, how to make something that's that's uh, worth somebody either buying or, you know, worth handing off. And so I think ultimately the number one thing is to make sure that you're doing it on purpose. Um, being intentional about the fact that you at some point want to be able to uh, either sell a business, pass it on, or maybe even every once in a while, take a vacation. Um, you know, as, as crazy as that sounds, you know, most of the business owners that we work with, um, they are in constant, you know, working 60, 70, 80 hour weeks. A vacation is like this, this ideal way off in the future that they're like, yeah, maybe someday I'll be able to take a day off. And, and you know, I, I mean, business owners are, are highly motivated, right? It's their passion. And so that is not always a, necessarily a bad thing, but I think it can be a bad thing when, you do at some point want to be able to pass it on. And so how do you get there and how, you know, what's, what's the key. And I think, again, just going back to the the core concept, it has to be on purpose. You have to do it intentionally. You're not just going to wake up one day and be ready to sell it. Um, We've worked with, with companies that have been trying to sell their business and we go in and since we're an, an Intuit QuickBooks solution provider, and we also do QuickBooks bookkeeping, bookkeeping and accounting, you know, one of the first things that we talk about is, well, what is the status of your books, right? And, you know, so having solid books to be able to go and say, hey, look, I've got a proven revenue uh, stream. I've got uh, a proven um, growth trajectory, right? Um, I've got um, all of these projects in the pipeline and I've got contracts. And, and so at the end of the day, it's just organizing the heck out of everything. And, and a lot of times that starts with your systems. It's what software am I using? Um, am I using the right software for this, for, to be able to scale this business over time? And, and, and I think just getting out of silo mode, you know, it's like, if you think you know everything about everything, uh, well, in your industry, you may about the work that you're doing, but in terms of the technology and the software and the systems and the integrations, you know, um, there's a, a ton of solutions out there and, and, and it's, it's kind of silly to think that somebody's going to know everything about everything. And, and so being able to rely on a, on a trusted partner, USP, et cetera, I think is a valuable, valuable resource. Do they, so let's go back to that, right? Like as far as software solutions and, and implementing a solution, does it happen often that people are going to integrate something that may be 
too small for them, meaning they're going to outgrow it too quickly where, because you probably have people that are coming in, especially in this space, the construction space, where um, between a little bit of marketing and word of mouth, people can get, you know, go from not doing a lot of revenue to almost overwhelmed. How, how important is it that they pick a solution that can actually grow with them? Um, and that they don't outgrow in a year and then, hey, they're back to, you know, after after spending a lot of money and, like you said, a lot of time implementing and a lot of even hiring a partner to help them implement. And then a year from now, they're like, oh, now we got to go up to the next level. How, how, does that happen often? How do you avoid that? It does. And, and, and I think it's crucial. And and let's just be real here. You know, when when, you know, you're starting a business. Uh, and I've we again we've worked with hundreds and hundreds of companies that are in that startup start sort of like startup phase. Um, one of the biggest challenges as a startup company is feeling like you have to pinch every single penny um, at the very very beginning to make it, and 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 that oftentimes will lead you to finding the cheapest possible solution, not the best, not the most scalable, not the most robust, but literally just the cheapest, right? And so we deal with that all the time. You know, we have companies that that we're that we're advising them and saying, hey, if you really want to grow your business, this is the platform that you need to be on um, because of you know the apps that you can plug in later when you have that eventual need. Um, some companies are like uh, just, I mean, cheap is the maybe the word I would use, but um, but 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 they're also they're just trying to save money, right? They're just trying to be very efficient with their money because there's never enough. And and but but having that perspective of going, you know what? Just because this is maybe the least expensive solution right now, is it the right solution? And and that is tough. It's tough to spend a little extra money sometimes when you're not, you know, when you're not maybe realizing the value today. Um, but you know that you're going to be able to realize the value later. But again, let's go back to the, the core question. You said, you know, at some, some point, somebody's going to want to buy this thing or you're going to want to be able to pass it off to somebody. And in, in, from my experience, at least, people don't want to buy a company that has very, very um, archaic systems or super proprietary systems that nobody can develop on. You know, so those are important decisions and you want to have something that's a mainstream product that that hundreds, if not thousands and millions of companies are using across the world that people know and they're going to use and so they can trust. Okay. You know, QuickBooks is a, is a perfect example of that. That's why we are, you know, QuickBooks solution providers, because we know it's the best platform out there. Okay. This may be a stretch, but is it safe to say that people that have these businesses that, like you said, or have archaic systems or no systems at all would be valued less when they go to sell it. Because you hear about, especially now, I've got a lot of friends that are buying, that you hear about these boomer businesses, right? Where they're like, hey, I'm buying this business. I was talking about Dallas earlier. Um, I have a friend that lives in Dallas that bought a company that makes pool cues. No systems in place. These guys, all word of mouth. I don't know how much you bought it for, but I'm assuming that if that thing was a well-oiled machine with a bunch of software systems and inventory solutions and all those things, it would probably would have been a, a higher price tag for them. Is that safe to say? that it's actually going to, you know, when it comes down to time to pass it on, like it'll be valued at higher value? It's v- very safe to say that. In fact, I mean, you think about it a couple different ways. Number one, if, if, I'm, if I'm the owner and I'm just, yeah, everything's in my head and on uh, a simple spreadsheet, that's not a system. You know, it, it might be working for me. It might be working for me, but it's on me and it's in my head. And if I get hit by a bus, you know, um, who, who else can step in and work that quote unquote system, you know, that's in my head and on a spreadsheet. Um, very few people can, or if you've got this, you know, this, again, 
super, super niche, um, you know, program that somebody built one day, um, we encountered all the time when people call us and they're like, Hey, how do I migrate, you know, to QuickBooks? I had this other system that somebody else built. It was perfect, but the developer is no longer available. Okay, great. Well, nobody, nobody wants to buy a software company where the, the systems can't be, um, maintained. Right. Um, so I think it, it's, it's very important. That's a great point. You know, we talk about how you mentioned this earlier of it's impossible to keep up with all the solutions. Right. And, and I know the VARC team personally, uh, you know, I've, I've, you know, shameless plug, you guys are great. Awesome team to work with. Um, I think part of it is, um, just knowing, putting, putting the work on you guys, right. Of like, Hey, you're the ones that are going to know which solutions are right for them. How, important is it to enlist a partner like you guys, right? To, as far as, as making those business decisions, because, you know, I've worked with a lot of, um, I mentioned this one of the previous episodes, I'm doing a remodel on my house. I've worked with a lot of contractors. I want them to spend all their time learning their trade and knowing the codes and getting me past inspection and things like that. So, you know, how important is enlisting a partner that knows all the, the new and, and the latest and greatest in software? Well, I, I think it's crucial. I mean, you know, the, if you've ever heard the expression, you don't know what you don't know, uh, that's incredibly true. That's why when you go, you know, you go to do a, a buy transaction or a sell transaction, it helps to have, uh, you know, a business broker, an attorney that's that's been there, done that and knows the problems that you can get into, right? Has been through enough of those to realize, you know, if you do this, there's going to be this particular problem that's going to happen in two years. They know it because they've been there. The pitfalls, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, I had uh, earlier this year, I had my roof done. And one of my best friends is a a roofing contractor, right? And without him, okay, without him specifically knowing that industry, he was able to connect us with like a public adjuster. And we were able to get, you know, so much more money out of the insurance company to actually pay for the stuff that we needed to fix. And, and And if I didn't know him, um, I couldn't have done it. I mean, I literally, we were like, well, I guess we can't get our roof done this year. Right. And, and so the same thing is true in accounting. The same thing is true in, um, you know, construction trades and things like that. It's like, you know, you might know that industry very, very well, but if you're now getting into, um, financial transactions, legal transactions, things like that, you really need to be able to, you know, um, reach out to folks that you trust um, and reach out to folks that you trust and also reach out to folks that, um, have been where you're trying to go. Um, if you think of us as, you know, the, let's just say the QuickBooks experts or the accounting systems experts, um, you know, we should be part of the team that's helping you make some of those decisions that are going to, again, put you in the best possible position to be able to get the most value for your business or, and, and again, we've talked about this before, but you know, if I do want to pass a business off to somebody in my family, um, you know, am I positioning it so that they can take it over? Um, and so a lot of times that is having really, really good systems that, that the people that you've empowered in that organization um, know how to use, they're comfortable using, they're accountable, you know, within that system things like that. No, I think, you know, setting them up for success is crucial. So thanks so much, Brad. It sounds like, you know, the QuickBooks solution providers um, can be a very vital and important 
part of these construction owners' business, right? And, and their model and helping them make decisions. You know, I really appreciate you being here. Yeah. As always, for the listeners, thanks so much for tuning into the Constructing Growth Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to subscribe, share with your colleagues, stay tuned for more valuable insights. If you want to connect with Brad at VRC or anyone from his team, you can go to QuickBooksPartnerSolutions.com and, um, you know, get in touch with him and chat about some of those solutions and some of those um, things we talked about today. Thanks so much for joining, Brad. Yeah, thanks for having me on. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not represent those of Intuit QuickBooks or any of its cornerstone brands or employees. This podcast does not constitute financial, legal, or other professional advice or services. No assurance is given that the information is comprehensive, accurate, or free of errors, and the information presented is for general information purposes only. Intuit QuickBooks does not have any responsibility for updating or revising any information presented. Listeners should verify statements before relying on them.